Hi, everybody, and welcome to Vanderpump Rules Party. I'm Holly Borges, and I am back with the finale of You, Me, and My Ex. And I'm here with Vanessa. Woohoo! And it's just the two of us tonight. And we're going to end this show. And I can't believe it's over. I know. I know. I, it, it was just like last week we were talking about how many episodes we were going to have. And this week and we it's had the season nine. finale. Yeah, now we know. And I feel like they really left us with some cliffhangers here. So I definitely feel like there's going to be a season two. Yeah, this was crazy. If you haven't watched it yet, you're going to want to pop some popcorn for sure. We were missing the popcorn tonight, let me tell you. Yes. And I wanted to take all of these copious notes like I normally do. And I I couldn't even because my jaw was just on the floor half the time. Me too. I'm usually really... um, Sorry, I'm just reading the text. Daisy's still up on her. We, we gave, gave Daisy a little um, melatonin. Like a, yeah, and she's still up, but Ronnie's out. Great. Uh, okay, so yeah, I normally take like crazy notes and I, I couldn't. I was like, just my, my fingers wouldn't move. And more than anything, I was like shocked, but also so uncomfortable. There were so many uncomfortable moments in this episode. Yeah. And normally I feel like I can relax when I'm watching this show. Like I relax and I enjoy and I'm taking notes. And but this I felt like kind of panicked because I'm like, wait, this is it. Like, is this the last moment we're going to get with this these couples or like, yeah, it was just like it gave me anxiety. Yikes. All right. Well, let's go through it. And yeah, let's break it down. Spill. Okay, so we start with Jerry and Kayla Bay and um and she and is Jessica. ready to fight. Um, now, in the last episode, we heard Jerry mention, like, as he was, like, yelling at the window of the cabin that she wasn't at. He's like, if she if she broke the bubble, like, there's going to be a problem. And yeah. sure enough, they made her do a 14-day quarantine to make sure that, you know, she could film she this last bubbled episode. back up. Yeah. They're... Um Apparently, I mean, we never heard exactly what happened with his health, but they are not taking any chances. So she had to quarantine back at the cabin 14 days and And, she did it just so she could stick it to him. I felt like those 14 days, she must have just been pissed the entire time because she's like, I'm coming with a statement like I am going to like she was really going to stick it to them. Mm hmm. Yeah, and she had her outfit picked out. She had her makeup picked out. She was coming in there like like a hurricane. Okay, now or a wrecking ball. I know we've talked about how we feel like this was like maybe like the fakest storyline out of all the everything we have on this show. But uh not to jump ahead too much, but I felt like she was like kind of like truly hurt. I, I think by not that it didn't work out with her and Jerry, but that she thought that she was made to look like a fool like she really thought like her feelings were hurt that this did not play out the way that it did and like she thought that like America was laughing at her you know that it's like you know here's the blow up bed here's this here's like she felt very set up well I think she's such a character and the producers probably really liked that part when she was interested in the show and um or maybe it was the relationship whatever came first either way you can tell that the producers met her. They fell in love with her personality because she's going to bring so much spice to the game. Um, but I think over time, she was just so frustrated because she felt like she never got a real shot with Jerry. 
and she's pissed and she is like wanting to embarrass them the way that yeah. she was embarrassed. And, yeah. And I, I, th- I don't think that it worked out the way she wanted it to. Like she was probably hoping for a different outcome. Oh yeah. She wanted Jerry to put his foot down and to choose her over Jessica. 100%. Yeah. For sure. And when that didn't happen, I think she got pissed. Yeah. And she's thinking like, why wouldn't he choose me? Totally. Um, so as so basically, so there's like this whole buildup. So she's been quarantining in the cabin for 14 days. And so Jessica and Jerry are sitting on the couch and Jessica's trying to play it off. Like she's she's like, oh, like I'm nervous. Like, let's go. Oh, what's going to happen? But I feel like there was a little bit of anxious energy there because they didn't like I truly think they're scared of her. Oh, yeah. And Jessica, I really like her. I've said that all along. I, I'm I'm team Jessica in a lot of ways, but she is not comfortable with conflict at no. all. Mm-mm. She's not. And you can tell um, she she likes things the way she likes them. And she doesn't really want anybody to like come into her territory. But she sure as heck also doesn't want to have to fight for it. Like she's just like, OK, like you stay over there and do yeah. your thing. So I think she knew after everything that had happened um, and she probably had a little bit of a forewarning, but I think she knew like that Kayla Vey was going to come in there ready. Yeah. I also feel like uh, there was like a definite like shift in the way the producers were handling Kay and uh, Jerry and Jessica. Like they were kind of like, for instance, like when she walked in, the producer was like, so what's with the balloons? Like, I feel like everyone was kind of like poking at Kay a little bit more, you know, and so I don't know that would. Yeah, I'm wondering if maybe even the producers were getting a little impatient with her because I'm sure I'm sure I'm I, sure she stalled production. a little Yes, bit and she's a they, lot to she hand a quarantine. She ran away and then not answering her phone. It was probably. Yeah. So I'm yeah, sure in the they end, were like trying annoyed. to handle her with like these special gloves to make sure that she could at least film the last one because they needed that. Like we all needed that. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm I'm sure it was a little frustrating for them. Yeah. So she comes in with the balloons and I did appreciate that they recycled the same balloons from the edible arrangement and she used those as the punching balloons. Oh, yeah. For um for, that were in Sharpie written Jerry and Jessica. Yeah, we love someone who is conscious for the environment. Yeah. Definitely. Those balloons are not great, but at least you reused them. Exactly. Great job. And then at the end, she made sure to pop them so that they didn't end up in the ocean. That's a little bit of a spoiler alert. We'll get to that later, but it came full circle. It did. It did. All right. Oh, my God. Okay, so... Yeah, so that's so it's awkward. So we leave them and we go to April's wedding day. Yes. With um, you know, wondering is Roy going to come to the ceremony? Um, yeah, it starts with Lauren and she's talking about how she is going to be in John's wedding for the second time, standing across the aisle from him. Um, and I don't know, like it, it was a little like sad hearing her say that, but you can tell she's truly like She's fine with it. Like, she's so healthy. This was the first time, though, that I, I, I never saw a hint of sadness in her before. And I was, like, pleased that she opened up that, you know, although she's, like, the happiest she could be for her family, that everyone is, you know, getting along and celebrating love and all that. 
um, I was like, oh my God, like I, for, I didn't realize that she wasn't yeah, fulfilled she said in that, that way. Yeah. She, she made a comment like, I'm, I'm so happy to see like everybody being able to celebrate this kind of love and, um, just a little bit sad for myself that I don't get to experience that same kind of love. And it was, yeah, that, like she hadn't had that or something like she didn't. Yeah. Yeah, so definitely hope in season two, maybe we get to see a little storyline of her journey to find love. Would yeah. love that. I really like her. And um, yeah, she's sh- healthy and I feel like she's really put in the work for herself. Well, and she's just like, I would want a friend like that. Like she's so supportive and like such a good sport about everything. It's like she just makes it easy, you know? Yeah, and then I, she said something that was really touching to me when she said, you know, John is the love of April's life and April is the love of my life in a lot of ways. So how could I not be happy? Yeah. That was so sweet. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, then we go to Josh, Jennifer, and Chantel. Yeah. Wait, really quick. What was that? What was that in there? Um, so they're exchanging their vows and they do like a Marilyn Monroe quote. There was something weird with that. I didn't write the quote down. But it said something like, um, shoot, it like pertained to like how the whole ceremony was going. Anyways, whatever. We'll come oh, back to that. Know. We'll have to go back to that Marilyn Monroe quote. Yeah. I was like, a Marilyn Monroe quote. Yeah. I, I don't know. Okay. So yes, back over to Chantel and Jennifer. They are bringing home their little baby and talking about everything they went through to, you know, from start to finish. This has been a true journey for them. Yeah. I mean, they stirred just, up that baby in a little And just the fact bowl. that it was all captured during the season of the show that they're filming is like truly crazy. Like it's... Yeah. I mean, we can thank COVID because I think they probably had to pause production for a while. But yeah. the fact that, yeah, it started with them trying to get pregnant and then having that baby, that's 10 months. That's crazy. Um, Yeah. So... A little bit of tension here, I felt, because, you know, there it's all this buildup of, you know, how exciting it is to bring a little baby home. Everyone's excited from Chantel and um, and Jennifer and then the rest of the family's waiting at home. And Josh, who is the biological father, is waiting at home. And he is like, I, you could tell he was nervous because he's like, am I going to feel something when I look at this baby? And I feel like everyone was wondering that same thing. Yeah. So it was cute. Like they decorated the house and they walk in with like the little baby carrier and all eyes were kind of on Josh. You know, it's like, is he feeling a connection? What's happening? That's so much pressure. Yeah. They hand him the baby and he got emotional, you know, oh, which yeah. totally starts crying. And um, some of the family is over and they are, um, it's, what was it, Jennifer's mom? Yeah, it was Jennifer's mom and then also um, Josh's, Josh's mom? mom. Yeah. So they're, they're kind of discussing like what their roles, everyone is like, you know, even Chantel and, and um, Jennifer were like, you know, talking about, okay, like we he did this from start to finish. It's been such a journey. But now it's like it's real, it's here, and we're all seeing, checking back in with each other to see how we feel about these roles. Right. And I don't know. I think this is going to be more complicated than they think. Maybe it won't. I I think it's great that they don't think it's going to be complicated. That's a beautiful 
It's, Thoughts? Yeah. It's definitely going to be complicated. And I think during that conversation, there were so many good things that were brought up, things that are going to need to be considered because there's all of these different perspectives, you know. Um, one of the grandparents were like, well, you know, you've got Mackenzie, or is it Michaela? Yeah. Yeah, Michaela. I think. Uh, I, Michaela and then the brother, like the two siblings, basically. And they're going to be calling... The dad, they dad. both have a mom and they're going to call the dad dad. And then like she's going to know that they're her siblings, but she's not going to have a dad. And and, you know, they were like, well, we don't know. And then um, it was Jennifer's mom who was like, what if the baby wants to call him dad? And they just kept saying, well, we don't think she will. We don't think she will. And um, it's like, well, when she's old enough to understand that he is biologically her father, what if she wants Will to she call be given that? that choice? Will she be given that choice? And they were kind of like, well, well, and then one of the moms was like, why does it, what does it matter what they call him? Like why that bond's going to be there. Why do you care if she wants to call him dad? And I think everybody's just like concerned about those boundaries and like where to keep them. Yeah. Or at least they, that's they, what it seems like when they're having these conversations. Yeah. They definitely want to define what's going on and like, def- well, the other people not involved directly want to be able to label everything. Yeah. And I think it's kind of neat that the, uh, the main, you know, family component that we're talking about here, the two f- couples, they are like super chill about it and they're willing to, you know, go with the flow as things happen and take it from there, which I think is super cool. And and they say that they're like, you know what, like no matter what people think of us or whatever, like we have good energy and vibes between us all. We respect each other. We trust each other. And um, I mean, I, I just I think that's crazy. And I think that's something that as from the outside like I look at you guys your family and I think of that too like you guys have to all trust each other and treat each other with respect because also you lead by example by doing that like you you let all of us know who know you guys like that's how you guys roll and that's it like this is your family and that kind of sets the precedence for like how other people are going to talk about you watch you like it's it's pretty important yeah I mean it's definitely That part's definitely hard. And I'll say just for my own family, like when we are in a place where we can all kind of trust each other and each other's intentions, it's a lot easier to avoid like hurt feelings and miscommunications because, you know, like I'll I'll know that their intentions for making a decision aren't specifically about me and vice versa. But, you know, sometimes shit happens and um, we forget that and we have to like recalibrate. But I think that, like, now that everything's said and done with Josh, I think if he was given the choice of what that baby was going to call him, I think he would probably choose dad. I think so, too. But I I understand and commend the fact that he was open to the whole thing. It's just it was so clear that there was that biological bond. and, And that's so hard for, I think, a lot of men to understand um, in a situation like that. But like. For me, that's why, like, I'm just not a great candidate to be, like, a surrogate or anything like that because I feel so bonded to my 
babies like from the time that they're in the womb like yeah I don't know I would always feel bonded to that child yeah I also feel like the the thing that is so different about it is like that they're so close if they weren't so close and you know maybe they lived in different states or something I think everyone would feel way differently but the fact that the you know they're going to be within each other's lives every day is it just makes it different for sure yeah I agree it'll be tough I'm really interested to see like how how it's working out and how it continues to yeah work out for so them. since this was the finale of season one at the end like of each little I guess chapter that we would have with the um the different cast members they would put a little thing up and say like they're still doing well da, 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 da. so for theirs this ended and it said um that they're actually looking for a bigger house to all live together in I thought that yeah. was interesting that's why I think even though that's what they were all saying. I mean, let's be honest. Like, they just had a baby, just got out of the hospital that day, the day they're filming this. Um, so I think that it, at the point where they're willing to move in together, they're taking a pretty big chance that that baby is going to be bonded to him. Yeah. And I just feel like that baby's going to call him dad. Like, he's the only man in the house. Yeah. And the other kids in the house are going to be calling him dad. Like, and I have to say, like, as a, as a season one going into season season two cliffhanger, I would definitely be interested in following the lives of to see how this plays out. Like, I think it's very interesting. Never seen it before. They're super open to share this whole journey with, you know, TV. So yeah. um, I'm definitely interested in seeing more. For sure. I can't wait. Um, okay, now we go over to Caroline and Alex, who are in matching floral tops um, that later Lisa says that she does not like. Um, <laughs> Lisa is Caroline's mother. Um, so they are having a, air quote, housewarming party. They've decided that since their families have, since they've all met each other's families, that it's time for the families to come together and to celebrate them living in sin, <laughs> living together. Yes. Um, but really, it is a secret surprise engagement party. Yes. And um, they have really taken time to prepare for this party. It looks like they ordered like super special little desserts. Everything is, you know, done to the best, you know, the best it can be. It's all um, really pretty. Like, yeah. They like the colors are really they pretty. matched everything super well and. Yeah, it looks like wedding like stuff. It, it's so nice. Yeah, and then it's funny. Like uh, Caroline puts out, points out, she's like, "My mom's gonna hate this." And it was like a, fr- a really nice fruit bowl, but it was in the plastic container that it came in. So they're like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, hurry, get out a ceramic dish. And I thought that was so funny. Yeah, it's like little things like that is what like a mother like that would point out. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure Diane wouldn't want you to do like a plastic oh, dish. Yeah, yeah, she. She wouldn't say it like she's not like she would never say anything. But yeah, she'd think it for sure. That's so funny. Yeah. I used to like whenever I would have my grandma over for dinner, I would always be like, oh, no, like we have to have like placemats because my grandma would always buy me placemats. Placemats. And like who uses placemats anymore? But she they would, used to really be a thing. though. I know. So she would buy these like really nice like cloth. Yes. You know placemats from like Macy's and stuff like yes they're nice they're like in the China section but I just had no use for them especially when you have tiny kids 
but Gosh, I, I'm pr- pull them out every time. I am really thinking about placemats. They have gone out of style. Yeah. yeah I mean, like, why? I, but I remember like setting the table at home. It'd be like, get out the placemats, put the plates down. Yes. That was like a yeah. thing. So for like when I would host, when I was married and I would host like Thanksgiving and stuff, it was always like, get the placemats. Gotta get grandma's placemats out. And then I would have like, she gave me this olive dish. Um, and it's like all the dishes. I would have to th- like go back and check like, okay, what what are the dishes that grandma that gave match. me? Yeah. And I need to pull them out because she would be the same way. She would be like, what is up with these plastic containers? Like, yeah. That is not okay. Oh my so. gosh. Yeah. So I, I thought that was really cute. And Honestly, like um, Alex seemed like way more worried about it than even Caroline, which was cute. He really wanted to impress Lisa. So one by one, um, the family and friends start coming and, you know, everyone's like super excited. And we're just sitting here waiting for Lisa because. Yeah. So so Lisa comes in. She brings um, Alex flowers in a bag, in a gift bag. Yeah. And she comments that they're much different than the ones that he brought. Right. Because they're like put together a little more. Yeah, they're they're nice flowers. They're nice flowers. I thought his were nice too, but um, these ones are, you know, clearly very expensive flowers. They're yes. Um. So then his sister comes. She was super fun, and yeah. So then, so everyone's gathered around, and then they announce, "Well, this isn't just a housewarming party." We are engaged and it like pops over to Lisa and she's just like deer in the headlight. Then she's outside and they're like, she's like, I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled. (laughs) Thrilled. And then she, I I thought it was funny that she even commented to the sister. She's like, so is she getting married before you? Like, am I dealing with two weddings now? What's going on? Yeah. And they're like, I don't know. And then Caroline's, yeah, but, um. I'm going to wear a black dress just so you know. And her mom was just, like about passed out. She's like, I can't tell if you're joking or not. Yeah. No. And then Caroline admits that she just loves getting a rise out of her mom. And I think that's so funny. Um, she just, she was saying all sorts of things the whole night just to get a reaction out of her mom. Yeah. And poor Alex just so badly wants to please Lisa. Um, I was a little bummed that, at this party, they didn't have a matching like sport velour outfit for Lisa. Yeah, I thought I was they really would, hoping to see that. Yeah, I thought they would like present it to her and be yeah. like, "Will you take this like with her name or yes. something embroidered?" Yeah, mother so of the cool. bride or something. I could yeah. say. Oh my yeah. god, that's right up Lisa's alley. That's like her brand on brand for Lisa. So her, so Lisa and um, Alex have like a little heart to heart, and you know she's like, "Well, so." She it was something about about Stephen Stephen being in the wedding or something. She's like, you mean your ex your ex boyfriend? Yeah, because Alex said Alex said that Stephen was going to be his best man. He's like, my ex is going to be my best man, and she's like, what? And then um and then did he say? Well, Caroline is like really a one eighty of what I used to be into. You know, someone who's a and she's like, um yeah. She's like, um yeah. <laughs> Freaking Lisa, man. Uh, she she doesn't let anyone get away with anything. No, but I really like her a lot. I do too. She's so funny. And and you know what? And once again, like I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm like, she was being a little, I wouldn't say she was being judgy, but she was definitely, I was like, is she happy for them or not? Like what's going on? 
But once again, in the end, she pulls out like, you know, being completely accepting and okay. And I'm like, okay. Like yeah, she was like, as long as she's happy, yeah. I'm happy. So I, I like that. I think she's probably genuine in that. Like she's I think trying so t- really hard. She has said it multiple times and yeah. I, I, I believe her. And she was really complimentary of like the decor and the desserts. And she liked how the desserts matched the wallpaper. Yes, that was nice. And so I feel like the finer things in life are things that Caroline kind of resents because of her mom. But the finer things in life are what Stephen, no, not Stephen, whoa, Alex and Lisa will bond over. Yes. Like, I feel like they're kind of both into that kind of stuff. Yeah. But I I really see um, in Caroline's choices and stuff, I see her mom. Like, I can tell she has good taste and she has good, like, everything's very organized in her home and decorated cute. Like, she's got some of her mom's touches for sure. And we find out that um, her mom, so Lisa... And then Alex's sister, I think her name's Jessica also. Yes. Are both Geminis and they have the same birthday. Yes. So I think that's cool. Um, but also it just explained a lot of things about Lisa. Like she she is on brand with Gemini as well. I feel like. I feel so. like too. Yes. Um. So then for the update for Caroline and Alex, like, you know, it showed them at the end of their <laughs> little thing and it said... Um, exciting news. Steven has moved out of his parents' basement and, um, and away. Like it, it made it sound like, oh, well, like he moved to a different like state or done. something. Yeah. But no, then at the end it said, um, he, he is now making daily visits. Yeah. He visits their house. Dot, dot, dot. Daily. Daily. So I don't know what happened to the boundaries there, but, um. Yeah, that doesn't sound. I mean, did great. the engagement motivate Stephen to get on up out of his parents' basement? Like, what's happening? I don't know. Like, maybe he was that's like something we better be seeing in. Um, I almost said Act Two. <laughs> <laughs> um, we better be seeing in season two, and it better be like innocent. Yeah, like he better just be like a bestie on the side. Yeah, not, not still trying. Yeah. To- or if something has changed, like it needs to be, the Band-Aid needs to be ripped off quickly. Ugh. Yeah, not a full season thing. And then the last. Okay, so now we go back over to Jerry and to Kay. And um, that's she, just when it gets crazy. Like she explodes. So yeah, the tension like in the shot is crazy. Like Vanessa pointed out, like they're sitting so close on the freaking couch. Like I know that's how you have to shoot a show you have to sit close get in the frame of the shot but for some reason it's just awkward and Kay is so frustrated like she's feeling like her voice is not being heard so she's like I'm gonna read my note can I read my note and like she's getting louder and louder and meaner and meaner and um the first note is to imbecile one Jerry (laughs) I love it And she just goes off and says how, you know, how he basically can't stand up for himself. He has, you know, no backbone. So he's basically a A fish fish in water. And, um, you know, Jessica's just like sitting there going. (laughs) So then she goes and on to Jessica, imbecile number two. Um, It looks like she resembles a stick. Like that was like her insult to to Jessica. And it was like. And they "Mm -hmm." all start laughing. 
Which is just pissing her off more. She also says that she's like controlling. And that the dynamics between them are because Jessica controls and and manipulates all the situations. Um, and then she starts freaking out saying that that she's positive they're still married. That this is all a lie. She did keep mentioning that over, over and, over, and over. And like, where is she getting that from? The body language that they were giving while she was yelling that was not like, I don't know. I felt like maybe it's not a lie. Maybe they are still married. But then, I mean, not jumping. Well, let's just finish this. Okay, so. Um, he, so she goes, she's going off, she's punching the balloon, she's getting violent, like she's like, there, I can tell everyone's uncomfortable. And then Jerry's like, Oh, do you think I want my seven year old daughter to hear this? Do you think, you know, and she's like, Don't pretend like I, it was always like this between us. Like sometimes there was good times. Oh, Jerry also accused her of purposely playing with the seven year old daughter to like show off. Um, yeah. Jessica said that the whole time. Yeah. Well, and then that that even set her off even more because Jerry said, you know, Jessica tried to warn me. Like, Jessica tried to say this, and now Jessica was right. And she was like, I wasn't always like this. And Jessica was like, no, but this is, like, the true you. Like, you do have multiple personalities, but this is the one that's the most concerning, and this is the one that I've seen all along. Yeah. Uh, that was That was a hit. Like... I feel like if Kay would have planned this out a little better, maybe she could have been her people would have been more on her side. But because she lost it, it definitely made Jerry and Jessica look better because she just looks like a whack job. Yeah. I don't know, though, because when I like read Jessica's social media and stuff like that, people like the viewers are so mean to her. So I don't know. I don't know why their team... Kayla Vey and not team Jessica. I, I just perceived it all a little bit differently. Um, but yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know either. Except for, like I said, in this last episode, for some reason, I really got that her feelings were hurt. And if I happen to believe that this is all real and not reality TV. And I thought that she truly was treated like crap by Jerry and Jessica you know, and like kind of set up to fail, then I would maybe feel sorry for her. But I don't know that that was the case. Yeah. Well, hopefully we'll find out. I mean, I'm, I'm not hoping that she's on the second season. I'm not going to lie. Like, I hope they'll just kind of let that part of the story die. But maybe we can get an update like on her separate life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I, would... I, I hope she finds happiness. Me too. Everyone deserves to have some happiness like that. Okay, so we go back over to the wedding and Aww. and Roy appears. Yeah, this part, I'm not, I mean, it was kind of like a buzzkill. Not that I am buzzed. I wish I was, but <laughs> I know. no drinks tonight. Um, but I will say that this part so, uh, I was really shocked. like got me. Like it kind of, it was really touching and I, I almost got a little emotional there for a second. Um. But something about Roy, like he's just, he's very genuine and he's super hot. I'm just throwing that out there. Roy is hot. Yeah. And he, there's something about the way he's being so vulnerable and like letting us know that he was hurt. And he's also taking accountability to say, I know that I maybe made some mistakes too, but like 
truly like I never got to fight for you. Like the the things that he said were like, oh, just like a punch to the gut, man. And yeah. and obviously it's getting to what's her name? Um, April. Is that her name? Yeah, April is the yes, yes. Like okay, so basically, what happened was April kind of starts questioning, like if she has made the right choice. Like so, Roy opens up and he's like, "Look, you know, I came, I didn't want to, um, but this is just still not been easy for me. You know, like I want you to be happy and everything, but the truth is, and it kept bouncing back from their wedding day, like where like she's literally sitting on the steps speaking to him in her wedding dress. And then it would bounce back to a confessional in their house. And they're all four on the couch. Yeah. And they're sharing these, it's bouncing back and forth between this conversation and the stuff they're sharing was just like, it was so intimate and so raw that yeah. like that it was truly awkward for this to be happening in front of, you know, her new husband. It was in front of Lauren and John and neither Lauren or John said a word the entire time or even looked at them because the moment that they were having was so serious. And yeah. And, it, and it's so like, like so groundbreaking, too, because I. I don't know if I put myself in that situation and I heard my, you know, my husband or wife say, you know, and talk like that, I would be like, why the F are we together then? Yes. Like if you have these feelings, but I, yeah, that part of the dynamic is just really hard, but I don't know. I understand like, and I love how like when Roy first got there, he's talking to the cameras and he's like, look, I didn't feel comfortable being at the ceremony. Like, that's an intimate moment that was between April and April's family and John and John's family. And I feel like did it out of respect, which I thought I thought was really cool. Yeah. So he's like, I'm here for the reception. And she was just like, you're so difficult. And she's like mad at him that he that he I think he feels like or she feels like he strung her along a little bit as to whether or not he was going to come. So she's frustrated with him. Yeah. But like even that frustration alone, like just you can tell there's still something there. And so they start talking about it. And but the more she talks, the more mind fucked she gets. But there's something about oh, the way that word. <laughs> yes. It, there's something about the way that um, both of them were kind of stringing it along where he was like, well, because she mentioned the text. He said, we'll see like that's creating like almost like this flirting sort of like, am I going to come interrupt your ceremony and sweep you off your feet or not? Oh, it's just very emotionally manipulative. It is. I don't think he meant it to be that way, but they both are very like. But she's into it. Oh, yeah. She's like super into it. And when he does show up, when he gives her a little bit, she eats it up. Yep. And and I then she has her actual husband who's giving her everything emotionally. And she's not that that that's like it's nice. She likes it. She feels comfortable with that. But she likes the little the getting the little bit from Roy. Like that's like yeah. it, it, I can't tell if it's guilt or if she just never got the closure. He he says flat out like we never got the closure we needed. But then they have this like long intimate conversation and then she goes now I'm confused and I'm just wondering if... If she rushed if into it with I Josh. I rushed into all of this. Josh? John. John. <laughs> um, yeah, it's heartbreaking. I feel so bad for Roy. So then on the cliffhanger on this part when they're doing the update, it's Ugh. like, 
you know, uh, April is now making frequent trips to California to visit Roy. Yeah. Which two things. One, that means Roy's in California. So yes. I don't know where he is, but I want to find him. Yeah. We need to get on that. I'll be his friend. Yes. And then two, why is she making frequent trips to California and why, like, without her husband? And why is John okay with that, knowing that, I mean, that com- that one conversation in the confessional happened right in front of him. Like, he's not, he's not ignorant to all of this. Like, Mm-mm. he knows. He knows. But I wouldn't be like, yeah, go ahead, go to California. I think, I also think that April is really good at, like, telling her story the way she wants it to be told to where she makes it seem like you're not supportive if she doesn't get to see who she wants to you know what I mean like I don't know I have a feeling that but he's now seen the show (laughs) I don't know what I would do if I was him I, I would be very worried it's hard I I mean I feel like when they were Saying their vows, like those felt genuine. I felt, I feel like. Oh, she loves him. I, she, But she truly is one of those people who loves them both. I think so. I was going to say, I think she has the capacity to really love and maybe even be in love in very different ways with both of them. But both of them are not down with that. You can tell. Like they yeah. don't like that. And I don't know if I'm I'm that kind of person either. Like I don't know if I could fully be in love with multiple people. I'm not sure. Could you? I, I don't know. If someone gave me the permission to, maybe. Like, I, I just, I well, would. Yeah, I mean, this is like going going against all I just mean, I, our social conditioning yeah. and just like throwing all that out the window. Like, But I think that that's what's great about what April does have, even though Roy did resist going to the wedding, which she didn't like. Um, the fact that he is there for her all the time and that, and he even says like, it's so sweet. He's like, no matter what, I'm always going to be there for you. Like, yeah. you never are not going to have me. Like, that's very comforting. And I think that... And she said in the confessional that she never, in front of her husband, she never wants to live in a world where he's, when not, he's not in it. Yeah. And I mean, I just, I think that that's very powerful, but I think it's very rare. Like, I don't know... I don't know what Chad would do if I said that, but I don't think he'd be that down with me being so devoted to another person. I don't know. It's uh, that's and I, I would never I could tell you I would never say that about and, and, any of my exes. And I couldn't um, like I wouldn't allow him to say that either. Like I would hope I'd be cool enough to do that, but I don't think I would be. No. So for that, I'm like, wow, like. I don't know. I'm always like just so in awe when people are able to like be that free with themselves. Like, well, I I think it's different if like you start a relationship under that context or, or yeah, like, like if everybody's in full agreement, like right from the beginning. Yeah. I'm totally all about that. But in this situation, like the way everything happened, they're, they're not. And I just don't know if, if everybody's truly comfortable. Um, but I think John's just trying to, to go with it. Yeah. I I also think, I also get the feeling, and I could be totally off, I think that John is willing to kind of put up with some of that because he's so obsessed with her. Like, he, like, truly loves her so much and doesn't want to lose her. Like, I, I get that from John. And then from Roy, I get that he loves her so much. But it's different. I feel like, like, or maybe he just John's sees the writing obsessed. on the wall 
and he just John just knows that like she can go and try to explore all of this with but everything's yeah Roy, yeah but he's not capable of giving her very and yeah what she wants which it sounds like it was like the emotional I have a feeling that that's what they don't want to say they don't want to hurt Roy's feelings with that but I think that and I think that's why she's like nothing happened she keeps on saying nothing happened, nothing happened. But I think what did happen was they connected so emotionally, something that he was never able to give her. And that's it. And she doesn't want to hurt his feeling by saying, Roy, like you literally did not fulfill me emotionally. And I don't think you ever will. Yeah. She doesn't want to hurt him like that. But maybe if that's he's the not, case, John just knows like he's not going to get exactly, rid of that, so. Exactly. And she, and Roy doesn't, she doesn't want to hurt Roy's feeling by saying that either, you know? Yeah, we only get to see some of it, but maybe, I mean, maybe John and April have enough trust to where he knows, like, no matter how frequently she visits him in California, that there's not going to be anything physical happening. And if he's confident that Roy can't fulfill her emotionally, maybe he's just not threatened at all, which, like, more power to him. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. I, awesome. I was I was almost just going to use like a Twilight reference where, you know, <laughs> how she like was in love with Edward and the freaking wolf. What was his name? Um, I can't even think of it right I now. I can't either. But it's like the same thing where it's like, I, I remember being so angry reading the book. Like, you can't have them both. Like, what the heck? Pick one. But she kind of does, you know? Yeah. And they yeah. both kind of allow it because they both knew that she needed each one of them to like survive. It was very bizarre. And yeah. I, it's kind of how they are. Yeah. All these people who are like, why can't we remember all the names and stuff? It's because we record this at like 11. Yeah. We start getting like delirious at night after we've like mommed for the day and put our kids down to bed and then we meet up and, and it's like, and it's kind of nice and quiet right now, which like, it's not usually. It's so it's so like quiet. Yeah. And we're like watching the lat. We always watch the episode before we. Yeah. So then we get all cozy and okay. Oh, yeah. So, um, yeah. So that the cliffhanger on that is that, yeah, she's got frequent trips to California. So we need to see what's going on with that. We Ugh. end with Jerry and Jessica only on the couch. Well, I guess um, Kay's there for a second and then she storms out. Yeah. She like pops the balloons, throws the wine and she, bottle. And she's like, listen. I'm going to let you guys end this interview with your own two stupid selves. And she goes out (laughs) and she pops the balloons with her heels. And I mean, it was in the beginning of her rant. It was, I was like, okay, like she's doing it. And she's entertaining, very reality show. She takes the flowers, throws them at the door, storms out. But then I felt like she maybe took it a little too far when she threw the champagne bottle at the door, whatever it was. I mean, she wasted perfectly good booze. Like, come on. And she really like could have almost broke their door. But, you know, she was going. I love it when they open the door and Jessica's like, did she break the glass on the door? Yeah. Are we going to need to file an insurance claim because our insurance is still together? <laughs> did she break the glass on the door? Because, um... And then they were like, oh, no, 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 it didn't break the glass. Okay, the close door. the door. Let's go sit back Let's down. Let's just go sit back down. So the <laughs> producer, um, so basically Jerry sits down and is like, Jessica, you know, I'm sorry. You said from the beginning that this is how Kay was and I didn't want to believe you. So I kept, you know, sticking up for her and I just want to apologize because you were right about everything. And, you know, Jessica doesn't really gloat. She just kind of sits there and, you know, nods along and is 
Like, yeah, she handled that well. She could have been like, I, I told, told you. you. Um, but basically, there's like major tension between them where you're like, just get back together. Like they're sitting there. They're like a little flirty. And um, Jerry basic ask him. Yeah. The producers say, is there any chance that you guys would consider in the future getting back together? And before the producer can even finish the sentence, Jessica says, I really like our relationship the way it is. I was really surprised about that. Yeah, me too. And then um, Jerry says, never say never, never say never. And so then you like get all these butterflies and you're all excited for them. At least I was. I was. I was excited. And there and they were like kind of like there was like some sexual tension between them. They're literally sitting like leg to leg. Like yes. There there was space and on if the couch you're, now. And if you're reading body language, like both of their like private parts were pointed towards each other. You know, it's like they <laughs> they is that what it was, it is? It was, they're pointed towards each other. Yeah, like very open towards you. They were all systems go. <laughs> but then they give the little recap of what's going on with them oh, and this it, was wild. And it said that um Jessica has left, even though there was a little bit of room for something to happen. Jessica has left and moved back to Utah. What the heck? So, I mean, and, oh, and Jerry's dating someone online. Of course. So it's like we're back to square one with Jerry. Like he has learned nothing and he can't even hold on to Jessica. Yeah, I, I that one makes me sad. We know from the very first episode, I have been saying I was team Jerry and Jessica. I don't know why. I just really wanted them to have a little happily ever after. And um, my dreams of that happening have now sort of gone down the drain. Yeah. I thought if there was anybody that was going to get back together, it would for sure be them. And now I don't know, man. Like we didn't get, we, we didn't get that with anyone. No. I thought with one, we would flip one at least. So... The show, then, so the what sh- the heck though? What happened to Lisa? The show abruptly ends, and me and Vanessa look at each other, and we're like, "WTF? Yeah, what happened to Dominic? What happened to Lisa? What ha- what what's going on? I don't know, but I'm not happy. Like Larry, was it Larry? No, um, his name wasn't Larry. He seems like a Larry, but that's not his name, is it? Oh, I God, thought it was Larry, Lisa, and then. Jack and Wendy. Was it Larry? Maybe it wasn't Larry. Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. Let's see. Wait, I have my notes. I have my notes. I'm going to a different... Jimmy. Jimmy. It was Jimmy. Wendy, Jimmy, Lisa, and Jack. Okay. We don't have a Larry on this show. I just But there should up. be one. Right? Oh, Larry was the guy, the brother-in-law that was like, I've got a bigger dick than him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's Larry. Larry. Okay, well, this is Jimmy. But what... I don't know. I don't know if something happened after that big confession last time and they decided that they just couldn't film anymore. Like, why? Lisa. Lisa, why? What's happening here? Because I wanted to know what was happening with their story. So I feel like to leave us with this big of a cliffhanger, there needs to be a season two, like ASAP. Um, Sometimes with these shows, like they shoot like a little, you know, this many episodes and then they film right away. So hopefully that's what they're doing. Hopefully they're filming. But what I mean, even today, Lisa posted, I think it was Lisa, posted on Instagram saying our last season finale 
But like, it wasn't your last season finale, girl. You weren't even in it. What the heck? So many people are commenting and mad on social media that, you know, we did not get an update. We didn't even get an update. Like, at least put a screen up there and say like, and the RV trip went into the sunset and all is well with Dominic and family. Oh, sorry. It didn't. It wasn't our last season finale. It was tune in to our first season finale. It's going to be epic. But it was. It wasn't. It was not epic epic because we didn't get to see what happened to you guys. I mean, I guess it was an epic cliffhanger, if you want to say that, because we are left extremely unfulfilled. I need the second episode now. I mean, season. Yeah, I see everyone like commenting. Yeah, everyone's frustrated. Dang it. So I really what's wanted up? to know. Yeah. But I don't know. This was an interesting an interesting season for sure. Um an interesting series. Yeah, this was definitely like a fun little series for me. Um everybody on the podcast knows like I usually don't I can't stick to another show except mm-hmm. for Vanderpump Rules. So this was fun. It was nice, short, nine episodes. It was super entertaining the whole way through. And I enjoyed it. Yeah. And I liked it because it just goes along with my ex's joke. Or I think he's actually serious. But of always wanting us to be on a reality show. Um, watching these crazy families and with their interesting dynamics. Yeah. Definitely, I can relate to a lot of it. So it's been fun for me. But... Um, you know, very few of the storylines turned out the way I expected them to. I remember in the beginning, I said I didn't think Alex and Caroline were going to make it. I thought it was all for show. Yeah. And I actually have like a weird feeling that they, they might make it. I know. Me too. So, I mean, if they've been through all of this together, they can make it. And I, I sensed like even a little bit of chemistry this this like last few episodes. Mm-hmm. Like real chemistry. Yeah. It's interesting. And then I thought for sure from the beginning, like everybody in the April, Lauren, John, Roy dynamic, I felt like that was all like set in stone and healthy and great. And then now after tonight, I have no idea what's going to happen with I April. Know. I know. A um, little nervous about that. But I hope no matter what, April and Lauren stay besties because I love that. Me too. And even better, I'd love for like April and Lauren to end up together. How rad would that be? Yeah, I feel like, yes. (laughs) That would be so fun. That would. Um, And then, yeah, I just want more of like Lisa and Jack and Wendy and... Me too. Jemmy. It was a great show for sure. And then we're missing one. Oh, and then, yeah, the Jerry and Jessica storyline just was a little disappointing throughout for me. It was just always kind of like... The unnecessary drama, which I guess some people probably like, but I didn't love their drama. Um, I didn't really relate to it. Was that all the couples? Oh, and then the Josh, Jennifer, Chantel. Oh, yeah. That's and gonna, that one's complicated. That one's complicated, but I feel like now that the that Camila is here, like it's, I feel like that's going to really get crazy. And I do feel like if they all move into a house together, that's going to create an interesting dynamic that might be really fun to watch Mm -hmm. for sure so if it comes back are we going to do this again yeah let's do it all right sounds fun thanks guys for listening thank you guys that was super fun um yeah we'll talk to you later i'm still hoping we can get one of the cast members on yes podcast that would be fun for sure all right okay bye bye